Are you a children's television presenter? I, I, I could have been. Yeah. If it wasn't for the criminal record. Well, that hasn't stopped the rest of them. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to the Stay Hungry podcast. Today, we're talking about the rise and fall of LinkedIn. Andy, how are you? Outstanding. <laughs> Jesse Itzler. Love that. Did I tell you a story about that? Uh, no. So obviously, here's, here's a little bit of a name drop. I went to VCon and, and watched a talk by Jesse Itzler. Um, and he did this amazing talk, which obviously I've got you all to watch since. Uh, and in the talk... He's got a DJ on decks at the back, and and it's almost like he's rapping the talk because it's very rhythmic how he's doing it to the beat of the music. Anyway, I told our friend Joe Parrish about that. You don't know this story. Oh, is he nicked something? Well, he basically, I, he came up to me. He's, he was very friendly last time we saw him and said, uh, people have told me I talk so fast on stage, I sound like Eminem. And I said, oh, I've got a video for you to watch that you'll like. And... Uh, sent him the Jesse Itzler video and he came back and he's like, that's, that's fucking amazing. And, uh, he's like, just for you, Joel. And he sent me a video back and it was him doing his, like, whatever his talk to his group is that week with a, an Eminem beat in the background. And then he posted it on Instagram and tagged me in to say, never going to do my talks any differently moving yeah. forward. Nice. Right. That was a bit off topic. Uh, that Jesse Itzler video is brilliant though, because most times when you ask someone how they are, they say not bad. And I'm doing my best to get the team to get away from thinking like that. Cause it's like, not bad. It's like saying to a friend in Dubai, how's the weather? And they say, Oh, it's not raining. And so with Jesse, it's in this video. It's always, how are you? Outstanding, outstanding. And that kind of mantra and his book, how, um, what is it? Um, living, living the, the seal. seal yeah. It's just such a good book about positivity, about motivation, about mindset, about what you're capable of when you're in the right frame of mind. It's, it's, it's a fucking brilliant book. Although that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about LinkedIn, which seems like a bit boring now to talk about Jesse Itzler. Yeah, and Goggins. Goggins? <laughs> oh, yeah. Did I see Goggins crop up at? He's at some... Oh, he's at the um, Arnold Classic, isn't he, at the NEC this year? Goggins is one of the speakers. Uh, I saw another video of him having his feet bandaged, which isn't a pretty sight. Uh, well, so he... I'd, I'd literally pay to go to the Arnold Classic just to watch Goggins talk, I think. But... I just can't be doing with the rest of it. Is that not body? No, it's the one that Eddie Hall does. Uh, okay. Oh, should we get to that? Well, I did wonder if you fancied it as a birthday tree. Sly Stallone's there, isn't he? And is he at this one? He was at last year's. So they had Arnie Stallone and and Dolph. They're not speaking now, are they? I think they are. I think that's not true. Oh, okay. Well, to, do, to do with the the um, Rocky Four spin-off film, mm. yeah. Bloody hell, we can yab on. Oh, God, right. So LinkedIn, they're about to say this can seem really tame now. Here we LinkedIn, go. is this... it a loud, messy, bloody awful place to be at the moment? Ooh, say what you mean. Um, Absolutely. Is it? I mean, for the listeners, this is the bane of my life at the moment because LinkedIn is upsetting Andy more than the bloody war in Ukraine. It's, um, <laughs> it's that's yeah, that's probably a bit rough, actually. <laughs> you, uh, Family in Ethiopia? No, I don't care about that. How's, tic a, how's TikTok doing? You're not in a good place with LinkedIn, are you? Uh, a lot of people aren't. Not everyone, but a lot of people aren't. Go on. Um, the algorithm at the moment, and for well, for a while, it's really flavouring, uh, flavouring, really favouring clickbait, virtue signalling, um, someone with their boobs out, and every social media channel 
one of the challenges we have for our clients is to cut through the noise. Yeah. And on LinkedIn at the moment, have to make some really tight judgment calls on whether it's worth cutting through all the noise on LinkedIn or diverting our energies to another platform to get better results for yeah. clients. So I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit on this podcast. Um, question number one, what's virtue signaling? Because I, 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 don't, I know you know what it is, but I'm not sure everybody knows. Okay, so, so a recent example. There, there, there's two, two recent examples that have hit, I think, national press. So a virtue signaling one is someone allegedly saw, um, I, think it, I think it was a gentleman, um, going to jump off a bridge. And they talk them down. I might have had some of the, the minutiae wrong on this, but the basic premise is someone looked like they were going to jump off a bridge. This person talked them down um, and basically did a post about how, what, what, a, what a good thing I did. This person's okay. But they took a photo of the person who was basically lying on the floor, recovering after going through such a traumatic yeah, incident. Yeah, severely depressed. Uh, well, yeah, taking a bit, uh, I think they were homeless as well. And it's basically saying, look at me, aren't I, aren't I wonderful doing all this? So I get, I get followed around by videos on TikTok um, of these people who go up to randomers in like the supermarket and say, oh, can I have a quarter? I need to make a call to get home. And then they give them a quarter and then they give them $500 back and say, oh, I'm giving you $500 because you were, the, you were kind enough to offer me the quarter. But ultimately, it's to grow their TikTok following through virtue signaling. Yeah, it's like um, you know, when, um, when George Michael passed away and, it, uh, and everyone knew, well, a lot of people knew he's a pretty decent bloke anyway, but it turned out that he'd done all this great stuff under the radar, all the money donated to the NHS and, and all this kind of stuff. Whereas most people, obviously, if they companies, yeah. if they donate to charities, they're bloody vocal about it. Like when Bono's about to do Live Aid, you bloody know about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. know when there's a flood in Cambodia, you know just you just know. Lenny Henry's going to show up. Sean Penn's going to be in the first coracle <laughs> down the river. Um, <laughs> I feel like a bad person. <laughs> but um, but obviously, you know, charities aware of that. They're aware that yes, I will get money, and in return, you can promote the fact you're doing good work to help us. And ultimately, you know, it is win-win. And virtue signaling is a bit, uh, it, it certainly isn't donating to charity. It is a bit saying, aren't I wonderful? Mm. Now, you have got people like James Smith who will talk about virtue signal. Virtue signal even come down to people using uh, or putting their pronouns next to their name, which is a whole other fucking podcast. And to be honest, I'm not informed enough about that area to uh, talk Yeah, about. I think that's the honest truth, isn't it, with that one, is that I'm in no position to judge people on that either way. And... Um, nor am I educated enough, and nor, um, and there are people that virtue signal by doing that, but there are people that do it genuinely too. It's not the same. It's not the same as the recording somebody who's just tried to kill themselves. Yeah, type thing. absolutely, absolutely. So, so there is someone who has used that space on LinkedIn. So instead of putting, you know, him slash he, they've put something like fun and outgoing now in my view that's just ignorant but they can do what they want it's a free country so i would never do something like that but i haven't put he slash him after my name either i've just left it blank someone in our team said i identify as a helicopter well as long as they didn't put that on their program they didn't i advised them that 
that wasn't as funny as they thought. <laughs> Current member of the team. Yeah. Fucking hell, right. <laughs> Swift, swiftly moving on. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, that, that's what virtue is. And clickbait is just, you know, the usual stuff. Like, um, people who work from home are lazy bastards. Discuss. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's a poll. You know, do you like Marmite or Vegemite? And, and I, I, I seriously have seen a poll saying that. And it's like, for fuck's sake. And when you can see uh, 500,000 people have... Um, engage with that post about Marmite compared to like the really cool post a client did, um, you know, about their their recent growth or something. So, so one, so one of my coaches is very, very pro polls. He's a, it's B to C that he mostly coaches in the space, and yeah, I, I just I hate it. And so, so that's my bane with LinkedIn. There's noise on Facebook. There's noise on TikTok. You know, and, and that's one of the challenges I love about being a marketer. So, but uh, LinkedIn, it, I, I, and I hate using the word toxic. Generally speaking, if someone says the word toxic, every other sentence is like, stay away. Which, oh, there's um, loads, isn't there now? There's toxic. There's if you accuse someone of being right wing. There's if you accuse someone of being a snowflake. There's if you accuse someone of being a gammon. All of these words have been like abducted by by the media yeah, I, stick yeah. to beat people with. Yeah, I, ne I never know what's been appropriated, what's okay to say, what isn't. Um, but when you have, I, I would say, you know, even though Facebook obviously has some, some bad stuff and bad stories, LinkedIn seems to be the most toxic of the lot. Because, of course, you're not just seeing your connections posts. You're seeing what your second and third connections are saying on your first connections yeah, post. Yeah, yeah. So, so, someone, so for, for example, so it was, um, I think, back in February, the anniversary of Caroline Flack's uh, passing, and uh, a mental health charity had done a post remembering Caroline. Fucking hell, you looked at some of the comments that a second connection and third connection forklift driver had said about, oh, is this the woman who was, like, in the middle of beating her boyfriend and all this kind of... And it's like, holy shit, they've taken what should have been a positive thing about, you know, the hashtag be kind, and they've just made it worse. Yeah, the quality of comment is very similar to if you go on like a local newspaper's Facebook page and have a look at what people have got to say about a cow escaping. It's that, that's the level of... But I, I'm going to pick on a controversial topic because I think it's interesting for the podcast and, it, and it's genuinely something that you and I have discussed. And I've no better way of saying it than um, women with their tits out or men with their abs out on linkedin discuss <laughs> but I okay think... so are you are you saying if you had a six pack or if i had a six pack we wouldn't be there parading on linkedin i'm not sure i'm not sure no, you saying i haven't got a six pack <laughs> it's it's <laughs> cunningly at? hidden <laughs> yeah under a six pack <laughs> so um i keep saying to, the, to my daughters there's nothing wrong with a one pack so I don't need a six pack. I've got a barrel. That's my favourite. Um, yeah, the, the, you you you've you've hit the nail on the head. Most people try and pussyfoot that around that, but it's like here's a nice post about your business growth. Um, it just happens to be accompanied by a picture of you uh, topless. topless, or your abs out, or wearing very tight shorts. Yeah. So so there's there's sort of two parts to this, and I, and I struggle with it because I. I think if a man or a woman chooses to use their physicality as part of their promotion, that's their prerogative. Mm -hmm. um, particularly if you're in the fitness space, I think obviously it makes, mm -hmm. makes a lot, all the beauty space or 
it makes a lot of sense. Marketing space? Mark, yeah, absolutely. But also, I think sometimes men or women should be allowed to express themselves. And if they're comfortable showing that part of their body, and it just so happens that that attracts more attention, then who's the fool? The people giving the attention or the person doing it? My my issue is, and I, and I, I broached this subject because it's a sensitive subject, and yet I've got an opinion on it, is where somebody thinks they're saying something bloody astronomical. They like, bloody Nora, you're like Gandhi. That kind of, and ultimately it's like, no, you've just got your abs out. It's it's like you. The fact is, on LinkedIn, that post wouldn't be reaching anywhere near the number of people it does. If, if it had I been a different it. photo, if I said it, or yeah. if it being yeah, your yeah. headshot, or that person's headshot. Yeah, but and LinkedIn influencers they play that game very well. Yes, and I'm I'm not saying stop. What I'm saying is, the metric you're measuring it by isn't the. It's not because it's a good quality post. That's not to say there aren't some very, very good quality posts that feature people not wearing very much. There are. It's just you've got to be able to identify which is which. That's a really weird and difficult conversation to have. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it is because there's they're saying what some people think should be said and there's just cutting to the chase. But you know, you mention breasts, arses, tits, whatever you want to say. Um, penises someone out there will be like oh misogynist yeah no it's not it's not a sex thing it's it's not it's not a sex thing i i mean let's say let's say a really attractive woman who's well endowed posts a picture that shows shows off all of her natural assets how has she got <laughs> that's going to get a lot of engagement mm-hmm. that's not her fault no and if she chooses to use that to promote her business, power to her. That's that's equally a man in great shape chooses to do that, power to him. It's when they deny the fact that that they used their assets to gain traction is where I struggle because I've got no problem with them doing it. I've got a problem with them doing it and then saying that wasn't what they were doing. And and I equally think it's disgusting when then they end up getting like filthy DMs from creepy men. Or, oh, the, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm shocked about. I mean, I saw a picture the other day, and it was of a lady, and and it's just a lady wearing a suit, just nothing, nothing revealing, whatever. Attractive lady in a trouser suit or something, and even she was getting these comments from these oh, bloody weirdos. Oh, you look, you look beautiful. Or that's what? Oh, yeah, and it's oh, like, okay, yes, I'm sure that goes on the face where. But whatever's happening to LinkedIn at the moment, there seems to be a high percentage of those kind of posts that are being featured. And if you're not going to spend money on LinkedIn ads, you want to use LinkedIn because you think that's going to move you close towards your goal and you can do everything organically. If you came to us, our general advice would be, whoa, whoa, let's stop. Let's start with why. What do you want? Because LinkedIn organically probably ain't going to be the yeah, answer. Yeah, you, your best organic tactic on LinkedIn at the moment is to essentially employ a VA to cold DM people in a very authentic way. Or get naked. Well, or get, yeah. But, but the issue is, what I've just said doesn't make sense. 
if you employ a VA to cold DM people in a very authentic way, the re- the reality is it's not authentic because it wasn't you that did it. Right. So it's it is tricky. It's tricky. And then someone said, or someone I've just been speaking to said to me, "Do you realise that most people go on LinkedIn when they're looking for work?" So you go on LinkedIn thinking you're looking for work and you end up looking at pictures of crying cats and holiday photos. And it's like, yeah, it's, a, it's, oh God, that, but that was noisy. The polls um, or a post starting with, I know this isn't Facebook, but, and there's a lot of old school LinkedIn people who get very precious about, you know, what they perceive to be their platform. Yeah, that's bollocks too. And but that's like, a whole other podcast. Well, yeah, 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 ex- exactly, exactly. So but the fact is, it's a free platform. You can just fucking post what you want. And yes, there is a lot more what might be considered personal content on there now than there used to be. Um, but either way, if you ain't going to pay for LinkedIn ads, you have to look at your strategy and make sure you have a strategy. But then LinkedIn ads probably aren't going to serve you as well as other forms mm-hmm. of digital advertising. Because, you know, maybe you know, if you're targeting maybe a specific job titles in specific industries, okay, LinkedIn ads could be the way forward. Um, but generally speaking, you know, Facebook, maybe even TikTok, even if you're B2B, those p- other platforms could serve you better. But it's all always start with why. Just because you're B2B, don't feel the pressure that, oh, I must be posting on, on Linky Dink 10 times a week and I must be running LinkedIn ads. It's well, like, no, at no, no. what point are we going to get to a place where... Um, I snap the next time you say Linky Dink or Tiki Tock. The Tiki Tock? Yeah. What about the Facey Book? Oh, do you say that as well? Sometimes. If I'm talking to my daughters, yeah. I always say the Tiki Tock and the Are Facebook. Are you a children's television presenter? I, I, I could have been, <laughs> if it wasn't for the criminal record. <laughs> nice. Well, it hasn't stopped the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, moving on. <laughs> right. So... um Top tips then. Organ- organic, organic success on LinkedIn. I, I mean, say, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. Yeah, I, I, um, yeah. I, there are no, you, you can't make generalizations like what's your company, what industry you're in, what's your budget, and ultimately, what's your goal? What do you want your marketing to do for How you? How much time why? have you got? Yeah, because yeah. sometimes you realize, shit, I've spent all this time on LinkedIn, or I spent all this time sending direct mail, or I spent all this time, and it's turned out to be a total waste of time. You got to make that informed decision. Oh, I love direct mail. Can we do some more direct mail? Yeah, we do a bit for for some clients. But it's always, you know, I always remember, and I always talk about the Mark Twain quote about when you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. So you can't do stuff just because no, you know, no one else is doing it, or you stop doing stuff just because everyone else is doing it. But generally speaking, it's like, yeah, no one's doing direct mail. They can't be asked, and it costs money. Let's do some direct mail. I was just chatting to. uh... The people that help us out with the podcast and uh he said how many events do you go to a year i said all right it's got to be knocking on for 12 a year now he said what business cards do you take i said oh, i got i've got a qr code on my phone that people can scan he was like get some business cards printed up with a qr code on one side that links to your podcast and a picture of your podcast cover on the other side just leave them lying around at all these events you go to watch your watch your listeners go through the reef and i was like well i've got quite a few listeners thanks but but um it's just like yeah printed marketing like that's good. Yeah, was doing it. We did it sponsoring that tennis event, didn't we? Like a QR code in the back of the car that took people to a, a landing page to, I yeah, think, yeah. Was it win a copy of our book or something. But yeah, you think, you know, sometimes we're at events with 10, 11,000 people in the room. Leave a thousand business cards lying around. 
Excellent. Yeah. Get them printed for when we go to Wembley next month, then. Well, yeah, exactly. Right, so, LinkedIn. Would you bother? It's one of those places where it's probably worth having a profile. Every once in a while, someone will send you a message of some sort of worth. Um, Saying, are you looking for a mortgage? Yeah, is your, yeah, is your life broken? Um, it, right, okay, here, here, here's a bit of advice for anyone on LinkedIn, and you probably already know this. Don't put a connection request out there, and when someone accepts, DM them some shit. Because that seems to be what a lot of people think LinkedIn success yeah. is about. So uh, the most success I've had with LinkedIn, um, but now with WhatsApp, this is a bit irrelevant. But if you meet someone at an event and it's not really appropriate to swap phone numbers, uh, just say to them as you're talking, about, I'm going to add you on LinkedIn and just send you a DM to remind you who I am. That's really effective. That's a really effective way to use LinkedIn. And I've, I've created relationships off the back of that. Um, well then, hey, Andy, would you like to connect? Is that an American accent? I don't know why I did that. And then you connect. It sounded like a George TV presenter again. <laughs> and, then, and then straight away, it's like, are you looking for, thank, great to connect. Are you looking for a mortgage? Because we offer mortgages and it's oh, like, yeah. oh my God. I noticed you run a marketing agency. We get leads for marketing agencies. We're in the same space. No, we're fucking not. What, LinkedIn? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's, there's a quick I love that. Like, I, I, that's the new cold call, isn't it? So I, like when I was a kid, um, one of my boring, but well, not boring, one of my ways to entertain myself was because in the days of landlines, obviously you got a lot more, you probably got five or six cold calls a day. Mm. You know, someone's ring, you guarantee someone ringing up trying to sell you windows, someone else Tupperware, and you get three or four about life insurance or whatever. And uh, they'd always get, try and get into their patter as quickly as they could, right? Which is quite similar to this LinkedIn DM thing. So, Let's, I don't know, Staybright was the one and Everest Windows. We used to get a lot of calls off them. They'd ring up and they'd be like, is that Mr. Stone? Well, there's three Mr. Stones in our house, so they'd cocked up already. Yes, it is. Oh, hello, Mr. Stone. I just wanted to have a chat with you about your rear windows. We've been in the area and we've noticed that uh, the sealant looks a bit gone on that left. But oh, fuck you now. And, uh, so I'd just go back and be like, all right, I just wanted to have a chat with you about your graphic design because... I'm not sure about the Staybright Windows logo, and I'm actually a student of graphic design too. <laughs> they were just quickest way to get rid of them. But, but look, I think I might start doing that on LinkedIn. Every time someone sends me a cold DM trying to sell me something, I'll just reply with, how about our gold package? <laughs> Brilliant. So why do you think people do it? Do you think it just um, a lot of it's salespeople who, who this sort of gets them out of picking up the phone and calling people? Yeah, and I think it's business owners and lower level management making them feel giving themselves a pat on the back for doing some marketing oh yeah i've 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 outreached to 20 people today no yeah. copying and pay and and about once a month i still get a dm that will say in the text insert company name here hey name yeah it's like holy shit are you suffering with in, insert condition yeah, here yeah. You, you don't itchy yeah. isn't it <laughs> not only only don't know how to do sales properly you're thick yeah yeah, thick, thick and that lazy. A template. You've copied, and like I've had a few where I've obviously because we're in the game, I know where the templates come from in the first place. I'm like, you've bought that template off the same advert that I see every day. You haven't even bothered to change it. You've got my name wrong. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So sorry, that was a really long way of saying, keep yourself on there in case you need to connect with someone important. Keep your organic ticking over. But if it's, your, if it's the main point in your strategy, there's places you could be that'd be far more effective. 
Excellent. Couldn't have put it better myself.